everyone, and welcome back to another episode of The Untrained Eye with Beth with a Y and Beth with an E. But who's who, you'll never know. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Was that some kind of like rumple still skin type riddle? Yes. (laughs) That is some kind of rumple stiltskin type riddle. Like, didn't he have some weird rhyming thing that he said? Nope. But you had to, like, guess his name or something? I think that was the leprechaun from Lucky Charms. Lucky? Is that his name? No clue. Never had him. I think there was a rhyme. He was a a rapper (laughs) in his time. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the other day I was thinking about like how in the nineties or even in the eighties, like rap was like in the eighties it was new, and in the nineties like gangster rap like took off. But like how people would try to be cool and like say stupid raps, <laughs> uh, and they were all the same. They were like, "My name's DJ, and I'm here to say I'm a uh, pretty cool in a." cold way but better but still worse but, but exactly that and they would try to like beatbox a little which was even stupider okay everyone i just want to let you know this is dj and beth i know you were like who is it this whole time and oh you know what maybe i should have said who we are really uh beth and dj because we seem to have gotten a lot of new subscribers and a lot of new listeners people downloading episodes thank you for that hello Woo-hoo! welcome uh, how are you today? Uh, something you should know about Beth. She is not a fan of beatboxing, which is not abnormal. I, I have come to notice that a lot of people are not a fan of beatboxing, but you, on the other hand, are way different because you're like, I don't like it. And I jokingly, I feel like I might've even mentioned this on the show before. Don't <laughs> care. But I was like, jokingly. And you, before I could get the, you were like, no, (laughs) (laughs) that was your reaction. Just to shut that down immediately. No, (laughs) I don't remember that. We were in the car. I was driving (laughs) and you were like looking at your phone and I, again, jokingly beatbox because I cannot. And you just, no. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I don't know. Like it seems like repetitive even whenever the people that are like good at it do it i'm like okay move on now show us some new stuff man you don't know what you're talking about no i never will (laughs) i mean there's some good ones i'm sure and like what is that one where the guy can like beatbox and sing at the same time i mean that's impressive but I don't want to hear just people making mouth noises because I don't like mouth noises because they make me uncomfortable. <laughs> so I've been thinking of doing like a solo podcast all by myself. And now I know what it'll be. It'll be the DJ talks about a beatboxer for 30 minutes. Okay. That's going to be it. Every week, new beatbox. It's going to be called Podboxing. So what is it on podcasting? Unsubscribed? <laughs> <laughs> Unfollowed? Got him. Nailed it. Uh, yeah, everyone who just... Even his own wife doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> <follow him. laughs> 
Sorry, all new subscribers. I'll talk, 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 talking about them. Tickin' and talking and Stop talking about beatboxing. But what I will talk about is, uh, go ahead. What, just going back to the original thing that I brought up. Oh, yeah. Though, like, people, like, doing stupid little raps, and they're like, and then they, like, remember how people used to pose with their hands, like, crossed across their chest, <laughs> and, like, back to back, like, coolest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And they'd say stuff like, parents, am I right? <laughs> they just don't understand. <laughs> Uh, yeah, like you say a dumb little rap and it like rhymes and you're like, <laughs> and then you end it by crossing your arm, <laughs> standing back to back <laughs> with someone. That's normal, right? That's how people are. <laughs> yeah. Like, I think I was thinking about that because the other day I was listening to uh, Chris D'Elia's podcast, Congratulations, and like he was like, making fun of this weatherman or whatever that seemed, like, super obnoxious. And one of the things he did was one of those little raps. And I was mm. like, sir, no. <laughs> like, how way back in the day that guy did, like, the Big Mac rap to, like, order, to, like, do an order. He, like, rapped his order and then... But I thought that was cool the first time I saw it. Uh... You should find it. Um, yeah, like, I thought that was cool the first time, but, like, since it's been a long time since that came out, and, like, that doesn't bother me as much, because it seemed kind of lyrical, lyrical and, like, flowy, but, like, people just being like, well, I'm the coolest, don't you see? <laughs> like, stupid stuff like that. Ain't nobody cooler than me. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, what? <laughs> Yeah, that took some real thought. <laughs> real clever lyrics. <laughs> There's a cold front coming through in a serious way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you about it. That's how I make my pay. <laughs> <Stupid>. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like you think it's real stupid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do. <laughs> um, especially now. If like I don't know when those clips were from. With that guy. <laughs> but if he's still doing raps like that and thinking he's cool, newsflash, sir, <laughs> you're not. <laughs> Rapping Weatherman. Nope. No, I thought you were looking up the McDonald's rap. Yeah, I tried to, but there was too many of them. Like, oh. it, it, that one guy did it. Now everyone and their brother's done it. So there's like 15,000 freaking versions of his McDonald's raps. I mean, can't you just look for the original? In yeah, I'll just type in original because no one else would have done that. They probably didn't. Nine years ago. Tell me just from hearing it if this is the guy. Why is this? Can you only hear it in one ear? Yeah. He does. He sounds like I imagine... God talks like <laughs> it's not like that, I would never shut up. Ever. Okay. Probably good for my wife, right? Yeah, I don't know. Hey, uh, as promised, you are watching the oh, rapping no. weatherman. And once again, He's the rapping weatherman. David, can I get that beat? Okay. I can do this. I don't think this is it, but let's see what he does. That's right. Here we go. Um, 
652 and you are just in time to hear a silly weatherman bust a silly rhyme. Today will be partly cloudy with a chance for rain and up near the lakes, well, it'll be the same. With highs in the 80s <laughs> plus the heat of All right, I hate this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I yeah, I think something's going on with that anyway. So yeah, anyway, why did we talk why or why did we get to this or how do we uh, get to this? Because I just said that I oh, yeah. <laughs> like heard Chris D'Elia talking about it, uh, and it was pretty funny. But that guy said some like crazy stuff. It wasn't he wasn't just rapping; like he just did that randomly, uh, uh, and it was way, way worse than what we just heard. <laughs> that guy was uh, he was R. Kellying it. <laughs> <He's just> like, <laughs> You're saying he peed on it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Like, what he was saying made sense, and he was a little bit flowy, but uh, I'm talking about the kind of rap that I was just doing, where it doesn't make any sense, and it it doesn't have any, like, what is that noise? Is someone mowing a lawn? I think someone's mowing outside. I think they are, too. But anyway, so, yeah, don't rap unless you're... I don't know. <laughs> what were you going to say? Unless you're what? <laughs> S- racist. <laughs> no. <laughs> I wasn't going to say that. I mean, uh, there's plenty of rappers that are not white. Plenty, huh? Yeah. What about Mr. 305? <laughs> Who's that? Isn't that Pitbull? Is he a rapper, though? I think so. Is he rap, though? I mean, he's not black. He's not white. Right in. Is Pitbull a rap man? What about the scat man? I say no. No, he isn't. He's a scat man. He literally <laughs> is what he says. <laughs> um, but clearly, I mean, the obvious Eminem, Vanilla Ice, mm. Snow, <laughs> mm, 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 the three mm, main mm. <laughs> white rappers. Yeah, everyone's on the Mount Rushmore of white rappers. It goes Snow, Vanilla Ice, Eminem and Marshall Mathers. Yeah, but aren't they the same? Are they? Have you ever seen either of them in the same place at the same time? You know what? I have not. Anyways. That's right. It's anyway with a Z. I mean, if rapping really makes you happy, fine, but... Yeah, unless you're married to Beth, in which case you will start to rap and she will say, No! (laughs) <laughs> yeah, no rapping or beatboxing. <laughs> I mean, if you like sat down and like took a pen out and like wrote down something that you actually thought of instead of just random words that pop into your head, then fine. And then like, I don't know. <laughs> you hear that? That is a direct shots fired at Jay-Z at little. Uh, no, that is not shots fired at Jay-Z because like he doesn't forget his lyrics. So he doesn't write them down. That's different than, like, someone who doesn't rap for a living. (laughs) Just turning on a radio and then being obnoxious. By the way, speaking of not writing, you said you listened to it too, but uh, Dane Cook was on Burt Kreischer's podcast. Oh, yeah. And I don't know if you caught it, but he said at one point uh, that he doesn't write his jokes down, which is uh, insane. Like... That is bananas insane. Is it? 
Yeah. To not at least have like bullet points or something to just be like, yeah, I just go straight off the dome piece because I'm Dane Cook and I do it that way. <laughs> well, I mean, if you know your jokes and if you're like saying them over and over again, you probably don't need to write it down. I guess maybe it's like, I don't know. I feel like if you told me to tell the same story every like five days in a row, I don't think I'd be able to tell it the same way. Or even if it was amusing the first day, I don't think it would be the fifth day. Well, that's what I think would be super hard about being a comic is like saying the same stories over and over again. And like sometimes, yeah, like the jokes they tell, they find amusing and I'm sure they laugh at them. But, like, after the 15th or 50th time saying it, like, how can you still, like, laugh at it like you just heard it the first time well, and, and you're I, the one telling it? I think that's why, well, one of the re- many reasons why they, you know, will change up their whatever, start writing new jokes after they finally get the chance to do an hour special or whatever. But, like, you look at Burt Kreischer, like, he has just uh, settled into the fact that he's going to tell the machine story forever for the rest of his career. Yeah, I mean, it's a good story. It's a great story, but, like, again, like, I, again, this is something I feel like I've said on here before, but I feel like Pete Holmes said it best. Like, a comedian is not someone who's funny. A comedian is someone who's funny at 8 p.m., and by that, he, he's, what he said was, by that I mean funny, like when you're funny on a schedule. <laughs> like yeah. you're supposed to go on at eight o'clock and you're funny then. It doesn't matter if you feel terrible or if you don't feel funny. Because I, what was it? Uh, years and years ago, I said some like something funny to you. And then, like, I don't know, like hours later we were at your parents' house or something and you're like, Hey, say just out of nowhere. You're like, Hey, say that thing you said that was really funny. And I was like, no. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, why? I just don't understand why it was really funny when you said it. I was like, no. I'm why though? That. Cause I'm not a comedian. I'm not, I can't just be funny. Like I'm a, I can say things that are, that people think are funny sometimes in the moment, but I'm good in the moment. Like, I'm not delusional enough to think that I am uh, going to stand up in front of anyone and be like, all right, it's time for me to turn on the funny. (laughs) Yeah. I turned the funny all the way up to 11 and ripped the knob off. (laughs) 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 Um, But yeah, but I think that's what you have to figure out, like going up so many times, like you have to kind of figure out what your rhythms are and like how the crowd will like how and what the crowd responds to from you specifically, because I don't think the same jokes work for everyone because not everyone has the same like perspective on their life or um, like when you look at a certain person, you don't expect them to tell specific jokes. And sometimes if they tell those jokes, you're like, Oh my God, that's hilarious. (laughs) Or sometimes you're like, I just can't relate. (laughs) All right, well, let's uh, quit our jobs and become traveling comedians. Mm, no. <laughs> I mean, I think it might be fun to try and figure that out, but we got a mortgage. So. <laughs> well, I'll just We're start... not going to be traveling. Maybe we could do like a on the weekend or something, find an open mic somewhere. <laughs> That's funny because I've looked for open mics before and uh, I Googled 
uh, open mics and our zip code and nothing really came up. So I was like, well, there's no open mics. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I think it might be fun to write some stuff. Yeah, it would be. I think you could definitely do it because you can speak in front of a crowd. Mm. Yeah, where... but I get all nervous and shaky. Yeah, but you can do it even though you're nervous and shaky. If someone was like, all right, it's now time for you, DJ, to go and speak in front of a crowd. But I like... would either pass out or just break my own jaw. So I'd be like, sorry, man, I, w- I really wish I could, but somehow my jaw just fell off my face. <laughs> but like, if you go to a comedy club and the person that's up there trying to tell you a joke seems like <laughs> terrified and they're like, shaking and their voice is like <laughs> like do you think you're gonna find that humorous or uncomfortable well it depends like i list like uh my i would say one of my favorite podcasts to listen to is kill tony and the whole premise of that is you get a minute to go up there and do your thing and then you get interviewed by tony hinchcliffe and whoever his guest is and uh Sometimes some of the best people that whether they're nervous or not, uh, whether you can tell or not if they're nervous, some people that are like their first time mm-hmm. are so shockingly good that you're like, well, <laughs> maybe the nerves, maybe what you think is nerves is actually what's propelling you forward. Right. Yeah, I don't know. Like I try not to um, not do things that I'm afraid of. Just because, why not? You're really good at that, where I'm really bad at that. I'm like, nah, I'm scared of it. So instead of saying I'm scared of it, I'll be like, I don't like it. It's dumb. So yeah, can't do it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, like last week or whatever, like um, I had to like go and speak in front of a big group of people and be like, hey, you guys are doing this wrong. <laughs> you need to change it. Uh, and like I... Got kind of nervous, but I made myself do it even though I didn't want to. Whereas I would have been like, uh, I would have gone in and been like, uh, my voice, I was, I was, I was at a concert. I wrote down what you should tell them. Yeah. <laughs> in explicit detail. <laughs> no. Yeah. And like, I don't know. Like, I thought it was hard, but like, after I did it, then I was like, yep nailed it (laughs) yeah exactly even like i don't know that i did nail it 100 percent, but i still tried you got that comic confidence i'm telling you yeah i mean maybe but what's your twitter twitter handle at the queen for real yeah cash me online (laughs) yep you guys need to all go and tweet her and be like do comedy do an open mic and like it that's what it is on instagram too you guys wanna the queen for real holler at your girl (laughs) Yeah, at the queen for real. Um, man. So, also, I'm not doing comedy anytime soon. We're just uh, joking around. <laughs> she thinks we're joking around, but she's joking around. We are not. I'm looking at you, audience. Um, so I keep what what uh, channel is that? Uh, Leaving Neverland documentary on is it hbo i don't is that on a i thought it was a movie that they released it was a i don't know all i know is that it's i think it's on hbo uh but we haven't watched it yet i really want to watch it um i've heard a couple of breakdowns of that thing after you know from people that have seen it and uh yeah 
I will say this, just from people's description of having watched that documentary, I was walking into the Wawa today and they were playing black or white mm. on the intercom and I was like, just shaking my head like, I can't even enjoy this anymore. Yeah. Like, uh, but I only bring that up that we haven't seen it because uh, what's her face? Barbara Streisand apparently saw it. Oh, and yeah. Like I, you, had, I had something saved about that. Dude, Barbara Streisand is the dumbest idiot that ever was dumb or an idiot. She, go ahead. Do you want to say it? <laughs> yeah. Like it says, Barbara Streisand says, Michael Jackson's accusers were thrilled to be there and his sexual needs were his sexual needs. You can say molested, but those children both married and they both have children. So it didn't kill them. Dude, and I, let me tell you, the fact that she said that and just was like, yep, that flip is it. how I'm just going to flippantly say it. Did you see like that she clearly, some lawyer or somebody wrote out a whoopsie-daisy, I'm sorry tweet <laughs> for her? No, I didn't. Uh, I'm profoundly sorry for any pain or misunderstanding I caused by not choosing my words more carefully about Michael Jackson and his victims. Because his those, victims now. Yeah, because the words as printed do not reflect my true feelings. Now, we're just going to pause there. What? <laughs> so exactly what were those words? What exactly did you mean by those words when you said his sexual needs were his sexual needs? I mean, they were thrilled to be molested. You know how little boys are thrilled to be molested? You know how that's just a common truth we all know? Yeah, and later, once you move on with your life, and maybe you still have some dark baggage in the background, if you get married, then it's solved. So, going on. I didn't mean to dismiss the trauma of these boys, or I didn't mean to dismiss the trauma these boys experienced in any way. Like all survivors of sexual assault, they will have to carry this for the rest of their lives. I feel deep remorse, and I hope that James and Wade know that I truly respect and admire them for speaking their truth. Their truth. Now, I know that that is like a fun way for us to say things like, it's, it's, this is my truth. Like, this isn't just, again, this is why I started by saying we have not seen this documentary yet, but I have seen some, uh, or I've I've heard a couple of podcasts do some breakdowns of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, this wasn't just like their vague recollection of what may or may not have happened. Like this is this was them, their families, their cooperating like voicemails, faxes, pictures, like Jeez. all of these things that are. Like, make it seem like it's true. Again, just the recounting of it, like, third hand from, like, a podcaster makes me disgusted. Like, I cannot, I will no longer be able to enjoy uh, any Michael Jackson thing uh, because clearly I feel like, you know, I, at the very least, could say for myself, was living in the denial of, like, well, there's no, like, real definitive proof. Right. And not that a documentary is definitive proof, but... Well, uh, I mean, I think that every... Like, I don't know anyone who didn't love Michael Jackson at one point in their life. Go ahead. So, like, everyone loving him that much, it just seemed like he was an easy target. So maybe it wasn't true. Um... And you didn't want to believe that because, like, he was so, like, 
magical, it seemed. So then when someone's like, oh, he did something disgusting, you're like, not him, not our crown king of pop. He wouldn't do that. Why would he do that? I follow Arsenio Hall on Twitter. Love Arsenio. <laughs> well, I like him less now. Oh, really? Uh, Because he... Is he defending him? He retweeted someone that was defending him. And then, okay, that was disturbing enough that he retweeted somebody that was defending Michael Jackson. But what was truly disturbing was going to that original tweet and looking at people that were like, yeah, I don't understand why these kids are lying or why these guys were lying. And Michael Jackson's a good man. And people just don't understand the actual truth. By the way, people that have never met him. Uh, <laughs> right. Yeah, they just have an idea in their head of what he meant to them. Uh, and right. another thing that, like, I, I don't know who it was um, that was talking about, like, even R. Kelly. Um, and the people, like, when they're thinking about the songs, they don't want to give up the songs because it means something in their life. Maybe they were, like, growing up or, like... Um, Dude, Remix to Ignition was, like, our Yeah, we were high even school. singing it, yeah, on the <laughs> podcast. But, like, every song, like, if you, um, like, couldn't have a meaning in your life. So when you hear a certain song, maybe you reminisce about something good that happened to you or maybe one of your best days. So giving up that song is like giving up a memory because now the person is tainted. Yeah, well, yeah, and I think it's even, it's not the crime done. I'm not comparing the crime, but I'm saying it's, it's, with music, I think it's worse because you can just have music whenever. Like, if, as far as like with Bill Cosby and his TV show, like you don't, you don't, you, you don't just like you're not just driving and you're like, I'll just put on an episode of the Cosby Show. But you can just be like, Hey, I want to play some R. Kelly or some Michael Jackson or whatever. Right. Uh, yeah, when you're at work, anytime. Yeah, I can put it on the Michael Jackson Spotify station and it'll just play all these songs. <laughs> uh, no, but one one of the things I heard on multiple of these podcasts were uh, that Michael Jackson was basically like, he was so big and so, I, I, I heard it described as like being all four Beatles just pressed into one person. Yeah. Like he was so... I mean, that seems legit. But that he, since he was that, like since he was that famous like he basically was grooming the world like instead of you know what i mean like you know they talk about like grooming people to like do bad things to them like he was grooming the world to be like i couldn't do this everyone loves me <laughs> yeah i mean that makes sense yeah if you ever meet me you're just going to want to do what i say because i'm me you're not even going to think about all the weird things that are going on with me like my and we all knew it like there have been jokes or references whatever since i can remember about michael jackson doing stuff to kids but for whatever reason maybe because of that grooming maybe because of us just well, how know. do you have like a carnival or not a carnival, but like your own like personal theme park at your house and like he's just a kid at heart, Beth. Yeah, because he never had a childhood. Like they explain that away. He never had a childhood because he was working so hard at being famous in the Jackson five. I mean, he's not just a guy with a van that says free candy on the side. He's got all the free candy you could want <laughs> in this amusement park. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, and who wouldn't want to go to Michael Jackson's theme park or whatever? 
I really wanted to go when I was a kid. And I remember like watching marathons of his music videos when they would come on and they would be on all day long. So I don't know. Like, I feel like I had a hard time like trying to let go of that idea of what he was instead of like maybe what he really was, even though I don't like it's hard to say that. Well, yeah, These people aren't just trying to get a payday, especially uh, Wade, because he's been like going back and forth like we already talked about. Like he did it. He didn't do it. He did it. He didn't do it. And now well, documentary and, and, and the documentary. Uh, did they go over that? They did go over that. And they talked about how basically he was trying to get back like since he had kind of aged out of being with Michael, I guess. Mm-hmm. And there were other like younger kids showing up. Uh, that was his way. That was their way of trying to get like back in his good graces. I mean, like, getting back in Michael Jackson's good graces of being like, no, everything was fine. It was great. He didn't do anything. So like, why would he make the claim to start with? I don't know. Like I just, all I know is, is that was the idea of why he went back on his claim. Oh, I don't know. I didn't, again, didn't see it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I know. But I don't know. Like, it just, of course, like, I think we said before, like, if someone, they might say, hey, this happened to me, and then maybe they don't want to deal with the ramifications of uh, people wanting to know what happened exactly, and, like, that's all you are now, a victim. And so people are pressing you to recount something horrendous in your life constantly. So maybe you said, okay, well, no, it didn't happen. I just, I just made that up. I'm just going to go over here now (laughs) and then wait until later and then come back again when maybe I have more courage or maybe there's a chick. (laughs) I mean, I'm not, I don't want that to sound like I'm discounting his story uh, because I mean, it seems like it is real. And I mean, what it seemed like whenever there was a trial, remember like Michael Jackson, like people, he was on trial and he like got up on the car and like moonwalked or something and did like a little dance. Maybe that's why Bill Cosby thought that after he was like, uh, had gone to court, he could just walk outside and be like, Hey, Hey, Hey. And everyone would be like, Oh yeah, Tim, it's the guy from the TV that I remember. Yeah. But it seemed like maybe like his ego and like his mental, um, well, maybe just that his ego was like so big that he thought that people would just be like, oh, look, he's moonwalking. That's all he has to do. We forgive him now. Well, I mean, and in fairness, we did. Yeah, I mean, we did. And we always had. We always had before and we did then. We were like, well, as long as you keep giving us those sweet, sweet tunes. Yeah, but he didn't. And he was like, oh, did you want a 25-minute music video starring Christopher Rock? Or, I'm sorry, Christopher Tucker? (laughs) (laughs) I like that song. Where we'll all be mafia men's. (laughs) (laughs) I actually like that song. Okay, that is one of those music videos slash songs that, like, I just couldn't suspend disbelief long enough to be like, oh, yeah, Michael Jackson, you know, the hardcore guy who's real uh, intimidating. (laughs) Like, you should play the beginning of that. No, I'm not playing any Michael Jackson anything. Just because... <laughs> never mind. <laughs> Sorry, I'm not doing it to But like, just go because so you. you can see the interaction between what they were saying, like how Michael Jackson was trying to be hard, 
or whatever, and he wasn't. Everyone but, knows he wasn't. That stupid face is. You don't have to play it. Do you even know what the song was called? No. Shut up. You know what it was called. No, I don't. What? I'm just going to let it die there. Well, I mean, like you could freaking listen to why I'm saying it instead of just being like, I'm not doing that. <laughs> but I already did do that. I mean, we don't have to play the song. I just meant the freaking what they say at the beginning. Is this a commercial? No. <laughs> Marlon Brando was in this video. Billy Drog Drago? Who's that? I don't know. It's Ivan Drago's dad. <laughs> From Rocky. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. No, no, no. I paid for it last time. You don't want to come here, not me. You wanted to come. See, that's why I don't like going to eat with black people, because when the bill yeah. comes, they start tripping. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's, that's why you paying for it. Ooh. Look at that. Mm. Mm. She's good, huh? Yeah, but he's like talking like he, he's into chicks. <laughs> you don't know that he wasn't also into Ooh, chicks. <laughs> that ain't right. Like, this isn't... <sighs> This is weird. Yeah, <laughs> this is a 13-minute music video. I'm not... I, we can't. <laughs> we can't well, watch this whole like on movie. The re- yeah, I didn't know it was going to be like that. Because, like, on Pandora or whatever, like, whenever they play the song, like, there's a little, like, intro that they, they're, like, talking about how, like, they can get this girl or whatever, and then Michael Jackson's like, oh, yeah, I can get her or whatever. I'm like, you don't want her. Ah, <laughs> oh, that's rude. <laughs> is it? Why you got to be so mean to Michael? Uh... I don't know. But anyway, who cares? <laughs> the point is, all of this to say, Barbara Streisand, get, go, just, you know, somebody asked me a long time ago about Donald Trump. They were like, they were like, do you think that Donald Trump is actually racist? And I said, he's over 70 years old. He's as racist as an over 70 year old person would be. Barbara Streisand, 76. She is as compassionate, clearly, as a 76-year-old person who's been famous for as longer than I've been alive would be. <laughs> yeah. Like, she is, like, how long ha- really has she been famous? Like, since she was a kid? Like, I have no idea. But, I don't know. Like, she's out of touch with reality, too. Clearly. I mean, if you can say, oh, yeah, I mean, his sexual needs were that. But, I mean, I think, too, like, it's weird, I guess, how people get jaded over time. Um, But that's just what happens, I guess. Like, you see a lot of hideous things, and you just accept that that's how it is. So, when something like this happens, you're not, like, shocked by it. You're like, yep, I guess that's just what he wanted or needed. Just what it was. So, anyway, enough of the uh, child molester stuff. Yeah, I uh, I don't know what to talk about next because the other, I didn't, I, it's funny because I don't know why I would have thought that this wouldn't have gone so dark, but I feel like all I have, 
Like it's a lot dark of stuff, dude. A lot of dark stuff happened this week. Like just recently, whatever. I'm just gonna say it. The two. Uh, well, go ahead. What? Well, I have a lighter story. If you. Well, let me just say these two things because I think it's important to. Since we're already dark, we might as well continue on a little bit. Uh, the one of the parents, uh, from the Sandy Hook shooting. And two of the surviving students from the Parkland shooting, uh, with all within like three days of each other, have committed suicide. Whoa! Like, and most like they, they've all said it. You know, most likely related to survivor's guilt or whatever. But like, I don't even know. Like, again, I just saw this. I saw one and then I saw another one. I saw the first Parkland student and then the second and then the parent of the Sandy Hook kid just like boom, boom, boom. Like every time I went back to look at uh, whatever news feed, it was just a new one of those. Wow. And I, I don't know why I bring that up other than just to, I don't know. I think people should know that. It didn't end that day. It didn't even end after whoever had been injured either recovered or died from those injuries. Like, still, you know, years later, a year later, it's... Yeah, people are still going through it. Yeah. It seems like suicides are on the rise. Yeah, I don't know. It seems like every like I don't know if it's because we're in this uh age of information, but I feel like everyone is either suiciding or just being old and dying. Like it seems like too, like for the past 7 days it's been some like uh either some music musician or some actor or something that is just like, "Hey, they were in their 70s and they just passed away." Phew. Uh, there was a famous, I didn't, I don't know if I even saved any of them, but there was like, uh, I want to say a young and the restless star from back Mm. in the day just died. Some, a rapper just died. Tech nine just died. Uh, a, a a 21 year old college football player just died. Like he, I think I read he was like in, he was lifting weights like not for practice or anything, but like he had an aneurysm. Jeez. Uh, like it's just uh, which is crazy because he's so young. Yes. Well, it also makes you wonder. Like I knew a couple people that played baseball uh for college, and you know, legends say that you're not supposed to use steroids uh at all, uh especially in college, uh because you're still a growing boy or girl. But this dude who I can't remember, I think he was a pitcher. Uh, I don't know what he was, but he def he was like, yeah, like he had pictures of him back in the day too. Like he was jacked, and he's like, yeah, dude. He was like, our coaches gave us steroids. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. So I'm not saying that that is steroid related to this kid having an aneurysm at 21, but I don't think it would be shocking to anyone if it had something to do with uh, something like that. Yeah, some uh, weird supplements. <laughs> mm. So, I don't know. Just a weird, like, every time I look at the news, it seems like someone dying, someone 
something bad happening. So I, I don't know. Sorry, I'm such a bummer. <laughs> no. I mean, it's not you. That's what's happening in the world. So, I don't know. Like, it just seems like maybe before people were more afraid of, like, committing suicide. Maybe it was because of, like, religious reasons or, um, like, I don't know. Like, it seems like it would take a lot of balls to commit suicide. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's a scary thing. <laughs> yeah, because, like, at least in this life, even if your life is bad, you know what what's happening. Like, you don't really... No, no one really knows, like, what's going to happen, like, whenever it's lights out for good. I don't know, man. Like, and... I don't know. So, do you want to move on to something less dark? Yeah, I almost took it even darker, but yeah. Do you have something? N- well, just my own stuff, but Well, go ahead. No, 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 no. I don't I don't I think we've already bummed people out enough. Let's pivot. But I'm sure they're probably curious now that you said. Well, write in if you're really curious. Uh but how about this? Uh, before you get to yours, I need to go back come back out of the death and destruction for a minute back to the, you know, the most famous pedophiles in the world to, do you remember when, I don't know if you read this, but R Kelly was like trying to get a uh, temporary, not visa. What is it? Like he wanted to be able to travel overseas. Cause he's like, I have some dates that I was supposed to play overseas mm, in Dubai. No, I didn't know that. Well, he did. And Dubai's government denies any R. Kelly concerts are planned, contradicting the pop singer's uh, oh. lawyer. So, whoopsie-daisy, R. Kelly, you couldn't look much more guilty if you tried. Or at least like a liar. Dude. Like you're trying to leave the country. <laughs> Come on, son. Like, you're super guilty. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. As seen on these videotapes that I just found in my <laughs> storage over Yeah, here. I just, uh, I saw this, uh, anyway, so, <laughs> what's your lighter story? Because I found one of my lighter stories, too. Oh, yeah? I think it's very good. Okay, so, um, like, when we were growing up, Full House was on the TV all the time, and, like, uh... There's a lot going on with uh, Aunt Becky or whatever with the college scam. And then, like, sometimes on Full House, like, in the old shows, like, sometimes Uncle Jesse would uh, play with the Beach Boys. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Do you remember that? Yes. Well, and he used to actually play with them in real life. And sometimes, like, like, when they're on tour or something, he'll go and play with them. And he just did that. (laughs) But when he was on... Um, he was on stage, he was playing, and his pants ripped. <laughs> That's hilarious. It Did was. Did his ween fall out? Mm, no, it ripped in the back. Because that happened to Lenny Kravitz, and pictures of his dong were just absolutely flooding the internet for a moment there. <laughs> That's hilarious. Poor Lenny. Yeah, with poor his girl, Lenny. Girl hips. <laughs> yeah, well. But did he have a girl dong? (laughs) I mean. Just kidding. (laughs) You can Google it if you want and see what that's all about. I feel like he had it pierced. I mean, that seems legit. I feel like there was a piercing. I can't remember. (laughs) I mean, whatever. I like his music. But anyway, like, his pants were made by Tom Ford. He's a, like, a clothes designer or whatever. 
And even Jay-Z has a song called Tom Ford. That's funny. Uh, so they're expensive. Um, but like he posted a picture of how they were like ripped down the Straight butt down. crack. <laughs> yeah, they were like shredded. So <laughs> good times for Uncle Jesse. But were they old? <laughs> I don't they think were so. Just old. I don't think they were. Listen, here is the real here is the real thing that everyone's worried about. Like we've all heard that finally John Schnatter, whatever, Schnatter. Oh, Papa John. Yeah, Papa John is out. Uh, but do you know who is in now? Oh, wait. I think I do know. The newest board Let director member. Let me think member. about this for a second. Uh, is it a rapper? He's a Hall of Famer, sports commentator, and <gasps> oh, entrepreneur. Oh, I know. It's Papa Shaq. It's Papa Shaq. <laughs> <laughs> Papa O'Neill, they... I'm telling you, they need to call that thing Papa Shacks. I would uh, lift the ban on pizzas in this house, and we would have Papa Shacks once a week. <laughs> yeah, or maybe they should just call it Shazams. <laughs> they should call it Kazams. Kazams, okay. <laughs> Uncle Drew. Uncle Drew. Wait, what was his name in that? He was like... I don't know. I know we've said this too, but go watch Uncle Drew. The best movie in, I've seen in a long time. Like Love basketball movie. It was good. Shaq joins Papa John's as investor and board member. So good. Okay, listen. You here, know, to show that they're not racist. <laughs> here's the real thing about this Papa John's tweet, uh, or the, <laughs> I guess the article that they put on their website, is there is a picture of Shaquille O'Neal, and he is in a suit, he looks very dapper, mm-hmm. but he is holding a basketball in between his two hands. And him, I never really, I'm not a basketball fan at all, really. Uh, him holding a basketball looks like me holding a softball. Like, it is ridiculous. Like, how... Oh, yeah, they're like, look at me. Like, his hands are so big but- that, like, people should be alarmed by him always but the fact that people aren't always running away from him is astonishing <laughs> well he's a gentle giant he's very nice but if i just saw him i would scream and run for the hills well and he seems like he would be very intimidating on a basketball court dude because he's not just tall he's like super thick too but i need to know what that muppets video is below his picture <laughs> the disney channel logo uh you know what this is a video i have not watched so, maybe we can hear what they're going to say here together. Okay. What I mean, is there any, like... I don't know. Caption, like I said, or are you just... Were you saving it for later? N- I don't know. I just... You know how sometimes you're just, like, looking through and you see videos, but you're not in a spot where you can listen to it? So, I just save those for later to see if there's anything there. Okay. But now we're going to find out together if this is anything. And here we go completely closed. Can't you see my cape and my pantaloons and my ooh, cute little doublet? And Well, that's the problem. We can see your cute little doublet. Yeah, it ain't too little and it ain't too cute. Mm-mm. Completely closed. Okay, okay. Well, it was well. a naked guy. Oh. It was a naked Muppet. So that's why he was trying to explain his clothes. And he was like, we can see your giblets and your doublets. Oh, and it's the bear. Uh, and the caption says, the Disney logo in the corner just makes it all the funnier. Which I do not agree with. I mean, are you sure he was being a pervert on a Disney thing? Uh, listen, the Muppets, the Muppets had their moments of pervert perversion. 
Yeah, I would say everyone love them loves the Muppets. Uh, if you also love the Muppets, follow Muppet History at Muppet History. They post Muppet things. They do post Muppet things. I don't know because I don't follow that yet. But maybe I will. You won't. I won't. But I thought about it <laughs> for five seconds. Um. So anyway, uh, here's something. It says cutting and the... uh, Tom. Hey, how's it going? What was that? Nothing. <laughs> Were you about to play something? Nope. I <laughs> was about to see how long that video was, and instead it was like I'm just gonna go ahead and tell you all the words it's saying because you forgot to turn down the volume knob. What was it? Don't worry about it. Okay, sorry guys. I tried try to get that info for y'all. <laughs> it's two minutes long, and honestly, it would it would I would. Not be justified not playing the whole entire two minutes. But what was it? Uh, it was a video of the screenwriter talking about the uh, the script for Forrest Gump 2. Is that something that's actually happening? No, that was something that was going to happen. And uh, he Forrest said... Forrest Gump 2. And it was going to follow young Forrest, mm. uh, who apparently had AIDS... Because, you know, his mom had AIDS. Uh, so he was going to be like, hey, I'm a, I'm just a little guy with AIDS. Uh, that sounds terrible. No. This, this movie... Okay. I'm going to play some of it. Because this, I... And um, yeah. we looked at each other and said, this movie has no meaning anymore. In that sense. Life was like a box of chocolates. <laughs> You never know what you're going to get. Was going to start basically with the little no. boy, his little boy having, uh, you know, AIDS, mm-hmm. and people wouldn't go to class with him in Florida. And we had actually in a Florida. funny sequence <laughs> yeah. where they were busing in Florida at the same time, so that people were angry about either the busing or the, the kids having to go to school with a kid who had AIDS. You know, so there was a big <laughs> conflict. One of the funny things is we had him in the back of I had him in the back of OJ's Bronco. And that he would look up occasionally, and they didn't see him in the rearview mirror. You know, they popped down. I had Jeez. him. Um, as well, you know how his dad dance, was always really up to good. some hijinks, do the rope like in critical moments in yeah. history. <laughs> Just as sort of a charity kind of thing, he he danced with uh, Princess Diana. Mm-hmm. You know, so that those kind of things we had. There's a funny sequence where he he meets on a, on a bus the uh, um, Native American woman. And uh, he said, I finally found my calling. And he's done a bingo caller on a reservation. And uh, the big event in that <laughs> is... Um, All right, here we go. Which you could see was diminished only in tragedy, I guess, because it's the same This tragedy, is the crazy part. Every day he'd go wait for the... Um, okay, wait a second. Amer- so he, what he is about to say is the craziest thing ever because of what is supposed to happen at the end of this movie and when this script has been turned in for the movie in case they don't explain this well enough here. Cause I've seen two of these videos. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just want to make sure that that is abundantly clear. Let me see if I can rewind this just a little bit. The um, native, his native American partner, um, she taught nursery school at a, uh, a sort of a government building there in Oklahoma city. 
mm. and she, he was sitting on the bench waiting for her to have lunch, and all of a sudden the building behind him blows up. So that was our big sort of event for that, you know. Oh, geez. And, the Oklahoma um, City bombing. So when 9-11 occurred, I think we felt maybe everything we had written was meaningless. I don't know. Yeah. Everything felt meaningless. Okay, so they didn't say it in this one, but they turned the script in on the 10th of September. Jeez, yeah. so that was like viable until 9-11 happened? Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Like, it seems like kind of interesting, and I'm surprised I had to freaking pull this like a tooth out of your <laughs> mouth. Like, why didn't you just tell us? I don't know. I told you now. <laughs> I mean, that was interesting to me, because I had no idea there was even a thought to... Make a, a sequel jump. to that, yeah, because, uh, yeah. And were they going to use Haley Joel Osment? I doubt it. It was going to be, well, it was going to be in 2001, so he would have been, it was 94, they said, when that first movie came out, so he would have been not even, he was only like, what, six or seven, five yeah. or six in that first movie, so... I, I mean, I guess it he depends on how old they make the character. He Well, he was going to be old enough to learn how to ballroom dance and dance with uh, Princess Diana and have a relationship with a Native American woman who was working <laughs> at the Oklahoma City uh, uh, yeah. or whatever. Well, the, yeah, I mean, Forrest grew up like while we were watching the movie. Well, that's true. So maybe they could have used him to begin with to be like, this is what he started as. Yeah, we're like midway. Little, little AIDS. That's kid. crazy. <laughs> yeah, way in Florida. Like, <laughs> you're like, oh, where do you think people are ignorant? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> the ignorance capital of the world. They'll be angry Florida. because it's hot and you have AIDS. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Everyone's wearing sweat stained tank tops and, and, they uh, have, and they have custom fly swatters <laughs> yeah that are in the shape of confederate flags yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh anyway <laughs> so yeah i mean i don't know like i would have watched that i don't think they should make any kind of sequel because i think if no, it's I, not good then we'll just take away from the original and i think that guy kind of was like that was his point is like, well, we had this idea and now it's just kind of not a good not idea a thing now anymore, but definitely interesting, more interesting than what I was going to bring up, which is, uh, cutting the cheese has a whole new meaning now that it's being used to produce the gas that's helping to heat homes in Britain. So I guess they're so using just, like fart into a jar and put that jar into a heating coil and, I guess. Yeah, that's exactly how it works. <laughs> Just fart into a jar. No, I guess they were using cheese somehow. <laughs> oh, what? <laughs> yep. Cheese. That seems like a very... Like, but it says gas made from cheese will heat hundreds of UK home but homes. That that just makes the problem different. It just is like, hey, man, there if, if there weren't enough cows before, there's definitely not enough now because we but, have to make cheese like it's going out of style. I mean, that may be the case or maybe just all that cheese gas is being wasted. Maybe they're not making more cheese than they cheese did before. gas? <laughs> you eat the cheese. What do you mean the cheese gas? But the cheese gas whenever they're making it. When they're making it so you can eat it. 
they somehow figured out how to harness the power of the cheese gas. Did they? Did I guess. They, I mean, if they turn it into a thing where they have to get more cows and make more cheese, then yeah, that seems like counterintuitive. But if they're just using what they already have. But then that makes our, what, part of our fuel source dependent on factory farming we're like, hey man, we can't stop. I mean, I wish we could, but now like half of our half of our uh, buildings are heated by cheese farts. <laughs> like that. Like I get, I appreciate the idea of trying to like uh, use what's already there. Right. But if the problem is that we are factory farming and that there's already too much of this going on, why would we? make ourselves dependent on that even more so than we already are i have no idea like folks gots to eat but we don't have to (laughs) by the way if i could find a way to fart into that tank of cheese gas believe in your heart i would i would get a job at the cheese factory just to drop a fart in there yeah and i wonder like what that if that power makes a smell it a hundred percent makes a smell (laughs) It 100% makes a smell. And no matter what you do, the cloud is always green. It's not a, it's not odorless. It's not colorless. It is green and it smells like a cheesy fart. Gross. I mean, I'm not the one that figured this out. Yeah. Some I science mean, man did. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if they're, like we said, like if they're using something that's already there, like harnessing it, but if they're, like gonna start creating more so they can use that specifically then that's defeating the purpose so cheese farts cheesy farts i love them in the uk um so florida back to that oh yep the wonderful state of florida morda what does that mean more in florida morda of florida (laughs) that'll Uh, be our segment uh, everyone has a Florida segment. We'll have a Morda f- segment. It'll be all the Florida news that no one actually cares about. Like, hey, uh, uh, Reginald got a a jaywalking ticket. He was very upset about it. He didn't like it one bit. They're rezoning the parking lot across the street from the McDonald's on 73rd. <laughs> and uh, people seem to be indifferent. And that's been Morda. Yeah, but should there be a little rap about? <laughs> hey, everybody, Morda's here. It's a thing uh, where we talk about Florida stories that aren't very good, but we talk about them because they're in our hood. And if our hood was over there, you'd say, hey, man, I still don't care. And if everybody was <laughs> over there. Yeah, that's exactly what I hate. <laughs> you keep rhyming there with there. You can't do that because I said the way I get to my head is from the bottom to the top and top to the bottom and And wrap it to the boogie to be. I said a hip hop. It's really hot. (laughs) It's really hot. And I need my spaghetti stain tank top. (laughs) I have a lot of flies that I'd like to swat. (laughs) With my Confederate flag fly swatter. Why? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you keep, like, what is that? Like, I say fly swatter, and you're like, Confederate flag. Because <laughs> Florida people are very racist, or at least that is the perception. 
Uh, most people like the movie, but they don't understand Inception. And there you go. Nailed it. You're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be starting my new career as a battle rapper. Now that Tech 9 is out of the picture, DJ uh, joins the party. He will emerge from the shadows. <laughs> I emerge from the shadows. <laughs> Never take your eye off the opponent. <laughs> Cram. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> so funny i love that so much uh uh yeah but <laughs> florida so it says there's a reason why florida man seems so like more popular i'm glad that you are reading this because i saw that and forgot to save that article so go ahead uh it says why there are more popular than criminals in other states and apparently there's something called the Florida Sunshine Law That's that, it. that makes it easier for Florida man news stories to travel around the world. Um, this person said, on my county's website, for example, you can see everyone who was arrested in the past 24 hours with the click of a button. Mug shots, full names, charges, everything. So if a local newspaper needs content, Florida man stories are a gimme. A reporter can call the police department and ask for a full arrest report for any of those arrests and almost always the police legally have to provide it uh journalists in other states have it much harder so like it's easier to get all the crazy stuff to find out like what people have done because all you have to do is call and be like hey what happened (laughs) listen as long as we still have disney uh no one really cares because i remember as a kid uh you know how when you're a kid, you don't understand things that make perfect sense when you're older? Like, I was definitely that kid that was like, whenever the radio would be on, I just imagined a rolling carousel of bands that would just live, they would play these songs that were on the radio. Oh, yeah. So, like, they were like, and five, six, seven, eight. <laughs> yeah, da, 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 da. So, I thought that shows like Wheel of Fortune and The Price is Right and all of that just happened. Yeah, they're like, it's seven o'clock. It's time to play the feud. Yeah. And so when they, and then they would win trips to Florida. And I remember being like, who, what, what do you mean? Like, we could drive to Orlando. What do you mean we'll fly you to Orlando? It did not, I never realized until much later that, you know, those shows happen on the other coast. Um, but yeah. Oh, Florida yeah. Is well, always and like, I mean, those trips are ridiculous, even if you, like when the base model of trips, they're like, oh, go to Disney, like expensive. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. Like people still are like, ooh, Florida. Like it doesn't matter how many Florida man stories come out. People are still, for some reason, just very uh, fascinated by going to Florida. They're like, oh, beaches. Somehow they'll be different than the California beaches. Yeah. Like, I was talking to someone the other day, like, I I had to call a different state for my job and ask, like, for something, and the person on the other end, I think they were in, like, like, Tennessee or maybe... Tennessee. 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 Um, I think they were in, like, uh, some random state, I don't know, but they were like, oh, yeah, we were just in Florida a few weeks ago or whatever, and I was like, oh, cool, Uh, and they were like, where are you guys at? And I was like, well, around Tampa. And they were like, oh, well, we stayed in Clearwater. And I was like, oh, they have some really great beaches over there. And, and the lady was like, yeah, but it was red tide. Ah. <laughs> like, well. <laughs> that sounds like a you problem. At least there's a lot of good views. <laughs> like, you can still see the beaches. Yeah. You just can't go in. <laughs> and also, lady, listen, 
get well i assume it was a lady it was a lady yes uh just for me being right i'm pretty sure i said it anyway oh maybe you did listen do some more research (laughs) well like right before you come but sometimes people plan vacations like months in advance so then what are you supposed to do like when you you're like oh there's red tide i guess i won't go it's just crazy because i've lived in florida my whole life and it just i do not get the allure like like if i lived if you told me I had to live the rest of my life in the middle of the country near no bodies of water, my life would change almost in, uh, what's the word? You wouldn't even be able to tell. Like if just a casual onlooker would be like, nothing's changed. <laughs> I mean, would it have? No, no, I mean now. Like if you were like, you can't live near any water. Like, So you're just, saying you wouldn't care? Yeah, it's just not. It's it crazy to me that people wait their whole lives to see the ocean. Well, I mean, it seems kind of like majestic if you don't have it in part of your world or your whole life. You're like, oh, I'm landlocked. So to go and see something like seems like a wonder, I guess. Like there's lots of things that I want to see that people take for granted, I'm sure. Like what? Mm, Niagara Falls. I would love to see that. Man, I'll pour out a glass of water right now. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I mean, there's a lot of stuff in the States, but I also want to like travel abroad. Dude, you want to travel with ladies? Oh, got them. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, yeah. (laughs) You know, broads. Anyway. (laughs) Not just a broad, a broads. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Many broads. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. I want to go on a girl's trip. (laughs) Anyway. So yeah. Florida. We just make our information available. <laughs> yeah, we're yeah, we're there for you. <laughs> but I don't know. There is a lot of crazy stuff that seems like people wouldn't do even if the information was available anywhere. Like I think it just gets hot down here and people are like, Well, I'm hot, so it doesn't even matter. I'll just try whatever I think's right. <laughs> My so- brain is melted. <laughs> So whenever we start like getting towards the last half of the show, I usually try and look and see if there's any like new news things going on. So I'll check Google and Twitter and stuff. And this one caught my eye immediately. Family behind Krispy Kreme Panera Bread admits to Nazi ties. <laughs> oh, that's sad. <laughs> well, I mean, if you're if your heritage is German. Uh, I would imagine eventually you're gonna have some Nazi Nazis in your past. Okay. I don't know. Well, that I mean, I, again, but like, this, what are the ties? Again, like I just was trying to say, I just scrolled past this headline and was like, oh, interesting. Yeah. I mean, are they proud of that or are they supporting oh, it? I don't know if this is well, clearly not. But uh, they also own Einstein's. It says the German family behind Krispy Kreme donuts, Panera Bread. Pret, uh, manger, Pret a manger. Never heard of it. Me neither. And Einstein's bros bagels has finally come clean about their reported connection to the Nazis. And what is the connection? Quote, it's all correct. Said Reinman family spokesman, Peter, blah, blah, blah. There's nothing to gloss over. These crimes are disgusting. Well, <laughs> Recently reported a Nazi connection alleging that these families. So okay, maybe the, just their a, relatives are says, Nazis? Yeah, it's saying their family who own. 
okay, whose family owns controlling stakes in JAB Holdings, both had links to the Third Reich. A three-year investigation found that the pair used civilian prisoners from Russia and French prisoners of war as slaves in their factories and were both anti-Semites who supported Adolf Hitler and donated to the paramilitary SS even before the Nazis came to power. I don't really care about this because I don't think they're like... I mean, are these people still in charge? Who knows? But didn't... Wasn't uh, Henry Ford like all cozy with... uh, I don't know. I can't say that. I don't, there was some car, uh, car maker. maker that was definitely like friendly to the Nazis. So, oh really? Yeah, I feel like maybe was it Beetle Volkswagen? Yeah, it, <laughs> <laughs> it was Sir Volks of Wagon. Guys, didn't the Nazis like invent that car? Or no clue. Like, I think it was invented. I think they invented the Bugatti. Maybe they did. <laughs> But I mean, it's definitely it was definitely made during like Hitler's time. Um, but anyway, yeah, that's crazy because I wonder like what like if they still have like ties to that or if it's just in their past. It's probably just in their past. I'm sure they're fine. And you wouldn't think Einstein's bagels. Listen, if no one if no one is going to I mean Chick-fil-A still exists and everyone was like when that whole thing started about the whatever like religious stuff. Yeah. Everyone was like, This is the end. Like, no, it's not. And also Panera Bread, listen, their cookies are great. People are Oh man. (laughs) Yeah. Like hadn't you never went there before until like a few months ago? Yeah, and we I had some sandwich that was very good. Yeah. I think it was like a Chipotle chicken sandwich or something with avocado. Um, but but the, you will a, not see me the, there anymore. Oh, I'll go over there. <laughs> <laughs> get it? Not see me anymore I get there. It. But like they had like a double chocolate chip cookie and it was freaking <laughs> good. But anyway, so yeah, that's weird. And like, does that is that relevant? Like... Are they still donating to the SS? <laughs> yeah, I'm sure they're not. <laughs> yeah. Um, like something else I saw was like uh, Hillary Clinton posted this on Twitter. Uh-huh. And it says, this is an awful story. A DACA recipient in good standing was told by her airline she could work on a route to Mexico. Now she's in detention and ICE is threatening to revoke her status. So it says that she's a Roman dreamer with approved status, no criminal history, and simply doing her job as a certified U.S. flight attendant. But she was detained, uh, like as a, I don't know what the word is, like an illegal immigrant or something. Yeah. So like that kind of stuff makes it scary to leave the country, like for everyone, really. Because you think you're safe and you're this person is doing their job and they can't come home now because they crossed the border and now they're being treated unfairly. And this is Hillary Clinton trying to what? No, she just retweeted someone else's oh. post and then posted that. So I'm sure she's trying to like gain. Gain what? She's not running again. She'll never run again. Well, even if she doesn't, I'm sure she wants to be popular still. 
She wants to be, people to be like, why wasn't it Hillary? <laughs> yeah, I mean, listen, as many people will do that as are like, why couldn't we have Obama one more time? Or all the people that forgot that Bush uh, brought in the freaking Patriot Act were like, he wasn't as bad as we all thought. Like, all right. Everyone yeah. has their faults. And let's just continue to move forward. Please, thank you. But it says this lady has been held for over a month with no end in sight. And there's like a petition going around to like free her. But I don't know. I think it's just stupid. Like, yeah. Should we leave the borders unsecured? No. Mm -hmm. Should we just let cartels and uh, dangerous criminals come and go as they please and uh, uh, wreck havoc? No. But should we punish like citizens are, who are just working for a living yes no we should not oh <laughs> <laughs> should we criminalize people who are just trying to make a better life for themselves now yes yes we should should we yes no we oh. should not so when do we get to put people in jail that are different from us when does that get to happen I mean, hopefully never, even though it happens every day. When do we get to persecute people who are different? When? I mean, when, when will our time finally come as Americans to persecute When those? have we not been doing that? Doesn't seem like we've been doing it lately. Trying to get people out of jail instead of back in. <laughs> or are we trying to build a big jail that's called America? We're like, let's build a wall. You can't get out. Whoa. And if you fly out, then maybe you'll be locked out. Listen to me. As much as the wall, you know, whatever your opinion on the wall is, like, if someone, if I was going to be trapped in a jail, uh, go ahead and put me in an America-shaped jail every time. <laughs> yeah, I agree with Go that. ahead and trap me in here. Oh, no, I can't get out. Oh, darn. <laughs> <laughs> I only get 48 of the states. Ah, oh, shucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i don't know like i would never want to go to jail or prison because it's just not fun no no just being in holding i was like i'm not cut out for this i can't be here <laughs> get me out of here uh yeah i'm sure if i had made it into real jail uh i would have been crying with my eyes. <laughs> yeah. I bet you would. Ugh, no. God. All right, so what else do you got for us? Because I think we're about to wrap it up. Like, I have a funny tweet. Like, someone posted, how do you sleep at night knowing that there are some people in the world who don't like you? And Jim Carrey said, with no underwear in case they want to kiss my ass. <laughs> Uh, I go in and out on Jim Carrey, but <laughs> that was pretty slick. Though. What what a treasure! <laughs> yeah, and he just painted a picture of uh, Whoopi Goldberg because I guess she was sick, and so he posted a picture, like painted one, and it says, "So glad you're on the mend, Whoopi." When their sun comes out, when the sun comes out after a storm, there's always the gentle magic of a rainbow. That's you. So stay strong. We love you and we need you. Goodness. And then he painted her like dreadlocks with rainbow colors. So 
I don't know why she was sick, but I thought it was a pretty good picture of her. Probably because she's old, man. She's an anti-vaxxer. Is she? (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Oh, I mean, I didn't know that, but. No, I don't know that either. It was just funny to say, but apparently not that funny. Yeah. Well, I was like shocked by it. I was like, what? (laughs) (laughs) I'm shocked by this information. (laughs) Yeah. And then I have one more thing about, um, I guess someone was saved by the Taco Bell hot sauce. Nope. (laughs) Yeah, they were. It says Taco Bell hot sauce. Has saved yet another man's life. Mm. Uh, A man, the first one was a man who was snowbound in his car and had to live on Taco Bell hot sauce packets. Uh, Now, when you say live on, how long was he trapped? mm, It doesn't really say that because this isn't his story. Uh, Okay. (laughs) This isn't my story. (laughs) Yeah, that's just the first version of how hot sauce saves someone's life. In the second one, um, it says a man was getting ready to devour a lovely meal at a Taco Bell in Winter Haven, Florida. Mm-hmm. When he realized that... He was all out of contact <laughs> solution, so he just put that them drops right in his eyeballs. Yeah. It fixed him right up. Fixed him right up. He got that Diablo sauce right in his eyeballs and said, thank you, Mr. Bell, and walked out. <laughs> No, but it says a man was getting ready to devour a lovely meal at Taco Bell in Winter Haven, Florida, when he realized he needed hot sauce. He got up to get some, and moments later, a car drove straight through the Taco Bell and slammed right into the table the man was just sitting at. (laughs) Can you imagine? (laughs) Yeah, I could imagine. (laughs) It says, according to a report from WTSP, the vehicle was driven by a 77-year-old who was parked with his wife in front of the restaurant. The man explained to the police that he somehow put the car into reverse, but then back into drive, and it jumped the curb into the building. Thankfully, there were no injuries. So, remember a long time ago, MJ on the local radio station had that little jingle. It's like, another old fart makes a big mistake. Yeah. Hits the gas instead of the brake. <laughs> so yeah that's exactly what happened and like even i did that on accident one time and i was so embarrassed i didn't drive through the building but like i had pulled up to a restaurant i think it was ruby tuesdays and i was meeting my mom there and i pulled up and i like parked and i thought the car was in park but it was in reverse drive and it like jumped over the like little curb thing that uh-huh. like stops you. And I had to like hurry up and slam on the brakes and it made a really loud noise and everyone <laughs> that was outside like turned. <laughs> uh, yeah, because they were like crazy person alert. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, crap. <laughs> we're about to all get killed. <laughs> yeah. Watch your back now. Uh, but yeah, like I was scared and embarrassed. I was like, how did I not get into the right <laughs> uh, gear park? So I could see how that could happen. That's just crazy because drive is very far away from park. Yeah, but <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I ha- I don't know how I did it, but I did it. Or it was some, a stick like, shift. <laughs> before like I've been like in my car and like thinking I've put it into neutral or park when I just really had my foot on the brake and uh-huh. then like it'll like lurch forward and I'm like, oh crap. <laughs> and then I feel like senile. <laughs> like, how did I not do it right? 
my truck at work is a stick shift and every time like it sucks so bad going from my truck into that truck cuz mine is not stick and i i Do know you, how to drive like st- push down the clutch with your foot yeah of course but more so i will just get in cuz i'm usually like trying to hurry up and get work done uh and i'm going to like a bunch of different making a bunch of different stops and so i'll jump in the truck and start it up and i forgot that i put put it in first Instead of putting on the e-brake, so it'll like shoot forward. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, this is okay. Somebody tell me this because I don't know anyone who could actually tell me the answer. So maybe someone out there in uh, listener land can let me know. The truck that I drive for work, I can turn it on without having to push the clutch in. Like I can just uh, turn the key and it'll turn right on. That's crazy. That's weird, right? Yeah, because usually you have to push it all the way down. Yeah, and this one's just like, hey, man, is it in neutral or first gear? Because, by the way, in first gear, I can just turn the key, and it's like, here we go. So even with the clutch up? Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, it's the only time I've ever dealt with that, and I drove a bunch of stick shifts, but... Of course, I never tried to start the car without pushing the clutch. So, oh, like in your like in not in other, another one. Yeah. So maybe that's not as rare as I think it is. But tell us, tell us all about it. Yeah, I kind of miss driving a stick shift. You don't, you don't, because I did too. And now that I've been driving it for a couple months, I'm like, yeah, this is the nostalgia's worn off. Yeah, I mean, it's something more to do, but. Like, if there's not a lot of traffic, I think it's kind of fun. Or if you need to freaking go fast. Mm, well, if you want to give yourself the illusion that you're going fast. Well, I mean, you can, like, drop it down to a lower gear to pick up some speed. Or you could just mash down the gas and it will drop a gear for you. Or you can put your car in sport mode and it'll just be like, gang, gang, gang. Have you tried that? No. <laughs> <laughs> Me neither. <laughs> <laughs> I always it's an automatic. I'm like, well, it's going fast enough. <laughs> yeah, I always forget that it has that. And then I'm like, oh, yeah. Well, maybe next time. It probably doesn't work because do. we never use it. Anyway, so do you have anything to recommend to us? We actually got a... I just checked our email. Oh, and, yeah? Uh, we got do you a, have any shadow producer stuff? We do, but instead of that... Uh, People aren't going to keep sending us stuff if we're never using it. Okay. How about you let me do the whole thing? And then then. before you start judging. Can't help it. Hey, how about this? How about we start with your recommendation? How about we start with that? Okay. I don't know why you're being so mean to me because I usually don't have one. Yeah. But this week, I would like to recommend the show, Happen Leonard. Uh, it's a pretty good show. It's on Netflix. Uh, I think it's actually on AMC also. We'll say it slower because it sounded like you said happen, like happen Leonard. The, the characters names are Hap and Leonard is the other character. So one character's name is Hap and the (laughs) second character's name is Leonard. And it's kind of a slow moving show at first, but then it gets like super crazy. Yeah. I would say the first like two or three episodes of season one are like, all right, well, well, because they're, like, setting up this story, but then it just gets, like, crazier and crazier. And there's a guy on there that was on one of our favorite shows, Psych. Um, Mary. 
the guy that played Mary. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And he's kind of a bad guy. And like, well, he is a bad guy. And he has a girlfriend that looks like a supermodel. Um, But she's like an Amazon like killer or whatever. So like, I don't know. I just like the relationship between them because they're like crazy. But somehow they have a, a connection. Um, And the guy that plays Leonard. Uh, we've never watched it, but I guess he was on The Wire. He was the guy with the scar on his face. Yeah. Which He's I, pretty good. I read on IMDb that that dude got that scar on his face when he was 25 in a bar fight when the dudes that he was fighting cut his face with a razor. Can you imagine that? I can, and I don't want to. Want to, no. Especially on your face. Like, dude, I wouldn't want to be cut with a razor, period, but on your face? It's like they saw the movie Face Off and were like, yeah, this seems like a good, viable... Except they cut him in the middle of his face. Like, it goes from his, like, the middle of his forehead down over one side of his nose and onto his cheek. So, it, like, cuts his face, like... Like, somebody was playing four keeps on his face. Yeah, but, I mean, it doesn't make him, like, hideous or anything. He just has a long scar. Gives him character. But, but yeah, like, it's kind of a slow start, and then it gets crazy, like, super crazy. And it's supposed to be in the 80s um, about these, like, two guys that have, like, a... They have a shared experience that unfolds throughout the... That gives uh, them, like, an... The season through a series of flashbacks. Yeah, and it gives them, like, an undeniable, unbreakable bond. So, even though they're both, like, going through something crazy together, like, they still are together. So, I don't know. Like, I I really like that show. We watched all of season one, and now we're moving on to season two. And it seems like it's just as crazy as season one, but in a different way. So, Happen Leonard... Buy it on Netflix today. And what would you like to recommend, Send us Dominic? $5 <laughs> per episode, and you can watch it on Netflix today. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this is uh, from Katie, who gives us uh, all of our good stories. Um, but this time, she has given us what I'm going to call a surprise recommendation. Because interesting, I don't know what this is, but... Uh, she has said that we should check out the Madeline McCann or McCain M-C-C-A-N-N documentary on Netflix. Is it like John McCain's? Are they related? No clue, man. This is well, why isn't John McCain like is his name spelled M-C-C-A-I-N? No clue. Okay, anyway, Madeline <laughs> McCann. McCann or McCain. It's a documentary on Netflix. Uh... She said she started watching it the night before, and it was crazy. And that's it. That's a surprise. We'll all have we'll to figure out if it what it is and if how good it is. I mean, listen, those fry. Did we talk about that? We watched the other fry festival, or sorry, fire festival. I always call it the <laughs> fry. fry festival. The other fire festival uh, uh, I don't Hulu know. documentary. Man, those were really good. Like, yeah, I don't know that we're ever going to get two documentaries uh, about, about the, the same, same thing. thing that are that different and good. Yeah. Well, yeah, because they both had different, like, perspectives and spins. I'm going to spell this because I feel like I'm saying it all wrong. Fire? No. Mad- it's M-A-D-E-L-E-I-N-E. Madeline. 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 Or maybe Madeline. 
McCain or McCann documentary on Netflix. I think it's McCann. I love the idea. I I like those kind of uh, just like, uh, what is it, drive-by recommendations of like, hey, this is crazy, you should watch it. Yeah, without <laughs> any explanation beyond you should try. Because you know what? It's like uh, that is, that actually gives me, I, I don't know what to think of this because this, that makes me think of the joy that I got to have when you and I watched uh, From Dust Till Dawn. Oh, yeah. And you had never seen it. Or had any idea. Or had any idea of it. And I won't ruin it for anyone who hasn't. But, man, if you have seen that movie and you know what it's all about, find someone who hasn't seen it and watch it with them. It is such a joy. (laughs) Yeah. Because, like, five minutes before things start popping off, I just looked over at Beth to be like, all right, let's see how she takes this. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I had no idea. Ah, uh, so good. And I'm like, is it? What? <laughs> <laughs> but. <laughs> Machete. <laughs> is he in it? He is definitely in it. Oh, uh, yeah. I think he's the bartender. Yeah, probably right. Anyway, so that's the show, I think. Uh, you know where to find us on Instagram and Twitter at Untrained iPod. That's, and at the queen for real. <laughs> at the queen for real. Uh, what was I going to say? Yeah, if you want to be, if you want to shadow produce for us as well, if you want to be cool like Katie and not like Todd, boo Todd. Is he back uh, from vacation? Yeah, he is. He called me today. We might be making tables in the future. Oh, is that right? That's true. So now can you say where he was? Your boy can, uh, no, I'll never say where he was. Why? Because you want to know so bad. <laughs> Well, I'll just call him directly. No, you won't. I have his number. I'll delete it out of your phone. Well, I'll send him a friend request on Facebook. I'll delete your Facebook We're already friends. I'll tell him not to accept it. I've known him longer, so he'll... Anyway. uh... (laughs) He'll what? Shut up. That's what. Okay, then. He'll shut the hell up. Uh... Oh, yeah. If you would like to send us a, a cool story or recommendation, untrainedipod at gmail.com. And uh, yeah, don't forget to uh, rate and review us on iTunes. That is pretty cool when you do that. And the most important thing, if you enjoy our intro and outro themes, go check out your boy, Kulla. Is that the most important thing? That is the second most important thing. The most important thing is that you go and pre-order his album <laughs> while you still can. Is that the most important thing? It comes out on the 27th of April. Yeah. Did you already order it? I, yeah. Cool. <laughs> but also, if you like our podcast, tell a friend. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you want to keep hearing us, go over pop uh, culture that we don't understand or know all the details about. <laughs> Tell a friend. Tell two friends. <laughs> yeah. And then you guys can make fun of us at home. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> On your own schedule. Yeah. It's what we're here for. <laughs> yeah. And you're already here listening. So I don't really know what the point of me saying this next thing is, but I'm going to say it anyway. Like, we had like a really weird jump in listeners the other day, and a lot of them were on Spotify. So I don't know if that is just a. Uh, Maybe people are just discovering it there. I don't know if that's a fluke or if that's a... Well, have we been on Spotify a long time? Mm-hmm. Oh. 
but we know I've never really surprise surprise some fries. Wait, there's surprise Spotify. Spotify, mother. Anyway, <laughs> it's a little Dexter. We got joke. Uh, yeah, check us out on spot. Hey. Tell your friend that you're telling about the show to check us out on Spotify. Or not, unless Spotify decides to get crazy, and then we're going to have to uh, take ourselves off Spotify. But I doubt it. All right. You want to close out the show? Beth, close out. Beth with an E, close out the show. Uh, With a little rap. (laughs) This is the end of the show, and we'd like to say goodbye. We hope... You enjoyed yourself and that your eyes don't have no styes. <laughs> now, we are the hosts of the show, and we're going to say goodbye. So long. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> I love how whenever I say a little rap, you just go. <laughs> uh yeah, because I can't think of anything on my own. I need I need to be triggered. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's what I'm here for. Yeah, well, we know. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like you were tri- we both were triggered this episode. <laughs> I mean, maybe. Maybe a little bit, but we brought it back home with the wraps. And scene. So now we're just going to like stand back to back with our arms crossed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and back to back arms. <laughs> See ya. See ya. <laughs> <laughs> We love you, bye. And if our hood was over there, you'd say, hey, man, I still don't care. And if everybody was... (laughs) Over there? Yeah, that's exactly what I hate.